0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Oh my goodness, you gotta catch out this episode of the BTM Podcast. Why? We are talking about the 17-game season. Yep, the NFL implemented it. I already know what it feels like as a fan because I can't get enough. But as a player, the perspective is totally different. Or it may be like this guy over here. Company man. Yep, that's him. Company
0: man. <laughs> man, we all love football. I can't wait to tell y'all why. Stay tuned to this episode.
1: Let's go behind the mask. And now a word from our sponsor. Bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The Masters is here. BetOnline has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to another edition of the Behind the Mask podcast. Yes, I am your host, Takiyo Spikes, and I'm so ready to have this conversation. I'm gonna bring in my partner man too. What's happening?
0: What's going on? It's your favorite plus size model, Two Onrez, in the building. Spice, what's good, brother?
1: Hey, man. If sixteen ain't enough, maybe we can go seventeen. You we heard talking it? about a seventeen week season, dog?
0: When sixteen
1: ain't enough. Uh. <laughs> Okay, don't ever do that again on air.
0: You don't like my melodious voice, man?
1: Negative. If I do, <laughs> you be worried.
0: Oh, man. Yo, that's crazy, though, for the first time in league history, man. We, first well, time, we, man. It, but definitely since we've been around.
1: Oh, yeah. No no doubt. No doubt. First time. And, you know, when you look at it from a big picture standpoint, it's like I, I see it two different ways. I see it from the fans' perspective. I see it also from the players' perspective. Now from a fan, I'm in love with it. Like I, listen, you already know I ain't coming out. Don't you even think about asking me to do anything on a football Sunday. But now with 17 in the mix, you know, it's gonna extend that week out a little bit more and uh, give me more responsibility, which I love that responsibility of watching the game.
0: Yeah, most definitely. They already say, you know, a lot of fans say that the football season is too short. Uh, we look at baseball, 150 something games. The NBA, 82 games. Uh, hockey, several games. I don't even know the, the number about uh, for hockey. I just know that they typically start before they start <laughs> before football ends and and after, you know. But um, it's crazy because football, you know, since we've been around, it's only had 16 games. And even when we played 16 games, we thought that was a lot. But now the league is coming out uh, with the new CBA, and they had a little clause in it that said they would be able to up the games to 17 regular season games as long as total there were still 20 games altogether, preseason and regular season. So now it's cut down to three preseason games, which was cool with us because we didn't like playing in the preseason anyway. We just wanted to get to the regular season. And now you got 17 regular season games. So the fans definitely going to love it. Some of the players, they got something to say about it.
1: Yeah, we, we quite a few players had something to say about it. Um, even personal friends of ours. Yeah. Um. But hey, you know it was a mutually agreed deal, so a deal is a deal. And you know the first thing I think about, bro, when I when we look at like seventeen weeks, is really like the injuries. And mm-hmm. this is the big thing that was a big surprise because one thing people do not know, you know, you think, oh man, you now you're more susceptible to injury as you continue to play another week, I think of playing two games in one week, a Sunday and a Thursday night football. But the NFL, NFLPA has a mutually agreed on third party to be able to keep all of the stats and the data in order to be able to make these type of decisions moving forward. One thing that I saw, because the first thing I thought about was injuries, injuries were down in 2020 in comparison to the average of the last five years previously to 2020, they were down 23%. So, you know, and and this is going back to the article, um, J.C. Tretter, NFLPA's president, he actually wrote it. In five years, average time missed, average time that was missed, time due to injury annually for all NFL teams were 3,524. In 2020, it was 2,716. Which it dropped down to 23%. So for me, I was thinking like, man, like that's crazy, even taking into consideration, these guys really didn't even have an offseason season. Yeah. At facility. A lot of guys still did what they did in their own respective cities too.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And then that for that, it just shows you how we had to pivot. The world had to pivot last year with COVID going on, but with that there was less time, to your point, less time to be at the facility, right? Guys didn't get to the facility around their teams until, what, July? Until training camp? You know what I'm saying? So that took away all – you talk about injuries. That took away all of the the preseason potential, uh, the tears that go on, the ACL tears, the meniscuses, uh, what else, the the, the Achilles, all the injuries that you hear every year when you talk about preseason uh, and, and OTAs, et cetera, that's out of the window because we went straight to a regular season. So if the league can keep that up, keep that uh, that consistency up, because it just shows you we didn't have a real drop-off in, in terms of viewership, in terms of people watching the game, even without fans in the stands. Everybody still wanted to watch football. So if that's the case, why not give the fans more football and you keep the players safe? Keep the offseason the same way with OTAs, in my opinion. What You, you don't mean? need to be the Same way, meaning... We don't need COVID or last year it's COVID? I would say last year because the players, it, it showed that on the football field, since there was less injuries, it was one of the highest scoring uh seasons in NFL history, if not the highest scoring season in NFL history. If all of that is, is consistent and that's what you want on the football field, why not give an extra game? And again, it's still 20 games. And let's be clear, Spice. You know, as much as I know, if a player, if a marquee player, if a star player, At the end of the year, if there's nothing to play for in week six, uh, week 17, previously, that last game, that 16th game, what would the coach do? Get the younger players in. Let the younger players get some reps. You know what I'm saying? See if they can be dependent on in the future. They would sit the star quarterback, sit the star running back, sit the player that had a bunch of uh, mileage throughout the duration of the year. So what makes me think that that's not going to happen this year? If J.J. Watt. Or Tom Brady says, you know what, I'm going to take this game off or I'm banged up a little bit. You really think the coaches that are going for a playoff push are not going to sit their star players? Nah, but,
1: man. Dude, that ain't the majority, and you know that. That's a fact. How, how many J.J. Watson and, and, and Tom Brady's you got on your team? You lucky to have a quarter of one versus lucky, just having one.
0: We lucky to have a player that can last 16 games of a regular season. It just doesn't happen. I think I did that one time in my 10-year my career. How many times have you done it, right, with the injuries, et with, with Whatever going on, personal uh, issues, what have you. Players sat out last year because of COVID, because they didn't even want to play. They opted out. So what I'm saying is that you have the likelihood of someone having to play 17 games in 18 weeks, which is going to be 18 weeks now. Right. I think that's highly unlikely. And again, it's still 20 games total. It's still only three preseason, uh, 17 regular season. And at the end of the day, the only – the only pushback I would have is nine times out of ten, players get injured in practice more so they, than they do in the actual game, right? And
1: that—that that is to your point. That is true.
0: And since the numbers went down, and you know you're scaling back the amount of time that players actually can be at the facility, actually can put into practice time because of what we saw work last year with COVID going on. If the league keeps that consistent, I really don't see a big issue with a, a 20 season. Uh, excuse me, a 20 game preseason and postseason, and a 17-game regular season.
1: Okay, okay. I I hear you, but I don't know if when you look at the owners and you look at just coaches, not necessarily the owners, but the coaches, if they feel like one coach is doing something that gets them ahead of everybody else, then they don't start bitching and complaining, and then they're going to want to implement the same thing. And so when when I read the article, It clearly talked about, it was three sectors what really define the reason why the players are taking this type of approach. One is the OTAs. Mm. You talked about injuries that happen. A lot of injuries happen in practice. That's usually when they happen. OTAs going into that summertime, right before training camp. Then you look at training camp itself. That's another factor to when you have everybody together. And then the last part that equated into the solution was for them, was the regular season. And so when you look at it from a metric standpoint and you say, you know what? The metrics show that players or player safety flatline, meaning over the average of the last five years compared to this past year, everything was level, meaning the average number of injuries, it it averaged out to be the same. But they really took it down and really went to another level when they made out the point of, OTAs, they felt like if they didn't have to be there and the game didn't suffer, so our pitch to you as players from players going to management and owners is we feel like we don't have to be there the entire time, even if you are paying me 25, 30, 35 mil per year.
0: Like I got Bud Dupree (laughs) 82.5.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know, man. My personal take on it is this, bro. When I look at you know, 17-game season. I think about, you asked me how many times did I play or finish the season with 16 games. It was 13 years I did that. 13 years I played. Man. I want to say 13 years I played 16 games sixteen games every year. So it was tough. And the times that I missed was when I, no, it was 12 times. The times that I missed when I tore my Achilles um, and a couple of times was I actually had a concussion Mm -hmm. uh, from playing on a Sunday game and then turning right back around to play on a Thursday game. That happened two times, now that I know what a concussion is. When I see that, I don't like it from the player side of, you know, from the player side of the view. Like from a fan, I love it from a player side. And I hope and I'm sure they were thinking about this, but um, anytime you have something that's lingering on early in the week, it's a great chance that it may be highlighted later in the week. And so I think more than anything, what this does, which I'm curious to see from coaches, can coaches, can how we always say, can player, a player need somebody to protect him from himself? Can coaches have somebody on the side to protect them from harming the team? Meaning, that means you got to go in that depth chart early now. You got to go ahead, instead of having one guy playing 80, 90 plays a game, especially if your defense ain't hitting on nothing, then you're going to be playing a long time. So what does that that mean? That means you're going to have to rotate players. So how they said the number one running back didn't have value anymore five, six years ago. Now you're seeing NFL teams rotate with two backs the entire year. I think they're going to have to take that same approach when it comes to other positions, defense guys in particular that loves that run a lot, lower extremity in- injuries, including hamstrings, quad muscles, all of these things, they are going to have to monitor how many miles these guys are putting on their bodies in order to be sustainable, bro.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. And then again, that's what you have the preseason for, right? So just like last year, we saw there, there was there wasn't a preseason, right? But if you have a three game preseason, you can't do it to how or you can't play that out how we played it out where you have okay the the first game the starters going for a series come out second game they play to what halftime or or two series into the third second quarter and come out right. third game they play a series or two into the third quarter and then come out and then the last game they don't even play right the starters or the star players right. so now it's three games so you have to definitely tweak that. But also what you're going to do is play your younger players more to see who you have coming in to, to, to be a backup, to provide depth to those key positions that you're talking about. And then you know who you can rely on as the season goes on. Injuries, unfortunately, are part of the game. You know, I hate that. Um, You know, we, we went through it. We, we missed time on the field. But even with that, Spice, think about it. Yeah. When you missed time, those those few seasons did you miss time, right? That you missed time, right? Yep. Yep. Did you not always want to get back on the field? Of course. So what's the difference of you wanting to get back on the field and get out there and play your 16 games to now the league saying, oh, we're going to make it 17 games and still pay you for an additional game, prorated prorate off your salary. We're going to pay you for an additional game, and you're still doing something you love. Is it because, oh, the owners are saying this is what we're going to do, or is it because – you just don't want to do it. You know, like, like I, I just don't understand the balance because in any other situation, we always wanted to play more unless you wasn't going to the playoffs and then you're still like, you know what? This is a wrap. The season is a wrap. You you all packed up. I, you know, uh, got the moving company ready to ship my truck back from wherever I'm at, back to my hometown. And in that situation, yeah, I understand. But in any other situation, all the players want to play. Except now, because the team owners are saying, you have to play or we're going to make it mandatory to play. Now it's met with resistance. I don't know. I just don't get it, bro.
1: Well, let me help you get it. Mr. Uh, (laughs) NBA over there. This is what it boils down to dog. When you look at the game, of course, we all want to play like it's part of being dumb, tough, dumb, tough, but we got more knowledge now though. Yeah. But if we got more knowledge, Pro rating a 17-game season off of my already salary that it is, who you think getting more out of the pie out of that? Team owners, yeah. Team owners. And I got a problem with that. Like I do. Because it's not, it's like, well, we'll just throw you an extra check. And it may be even a meal. If you're making a meal per game that year, it may be a meal. But guess what? When you find out they getting... 40 mil to your one mil, you like, oh, hold up now. Hold up. So when I look at this and I I look at the dynamics of it, bro, I understand, yep, this was – it was a – anytime they do a deal, it's mutually agreed upon. Facts. I do feel like the NFL really got – they really got the best part of this deal. Because they're not necessarily with the huge TV deal that they just signed. Mm. They're really not for that 17th week. Are they really paying out what's supposedly that's justified up under the previous agreement? I, I no, they're not.
0: I don't think so. But in, in, in any business, when does ownership of a business pay the employees more than the owner gets paid, except for if it's a startup? When does that happen? It's definitely happening in a, you got 32 billionaires calling the shots. I, I haven't seen it and that's just i'm just being 100 honest when is that happening and i'm but all for the players making that. i'm wait, i'm all for the players making as much uh of a percentage of the pie as possible however the reality is when has that ever happened
1: but it ain't about them making more money than the owners we're just saying if it's collectively bargained i want my pie and obviously with the deal that they cut, I don't know if it's a fair portion to just say, we'll throw that, you know, we'll prorate it, add another weekend or whatever your salary is going to be. That should be fair. That's all I'm saying, bro. And I think you can agree, because if we are having a good time and you run out of money, see, if you would have negotiated <laughs> that deal, you would have had a few extra dollars where you could have been balling. Now I'm going to leave your ass outside the club before
0: you think about it. Man, you better not never leave me outside. Carlos did that to me one time. I was pissed. Carlos and Deon Graham. That's another story for another day. But um, I feel you, though, man. I just think, and you as the, the football savant and, and, and somebody that loves football so much, you know good and well you're going to be watching for 18 weeks, I mean 17 games. You are. So, I mean, at this point, it's like, I want the best for the players. I want the, the player safety to be at first uh, uh, be a priority. Right. So again, if the league, the teams, the team ownership says we're going to keep some of the same um, some of the same schedule that we had in 2020, in terms of the OTAs, in terms of reduction in, in training camp time, in terms of reduction in time on the field during the regular season, if they can do that to keep players healthy and, and kind of mitigate the risk of, of injuries on the field, with on the field time. Then I'm for it because at the end of the day, I think that balances out when you're talking about getting the extra check. If, again, if I'm making 1.7 and I get another hundred thousand, or if I'm making 17 million, I get another 1.7, or one million, I should say. That's, that's good bread right there. You know what I'm saying for another week. And again, do it like the NBA. When they tired, they be like, "Nah, I can't make it this week." Who gonna Who gonna say you can't? <laughs> I can't play. Dude, that's what That's what I would do. So oh, for all the players that's out there,
1: off now, I'm,
0: nah, for all the players, if y'all really. If you know you got an opportunity to make another mill ticket and all you because you're going to get paid if you're on the field, if you're not. So if you got an opportunity to make another mill by playing that extra game, but you feel like, you know what, I'm a little bit tired. Nah, or I'm, I'm banged up. I ain't going to say tired. If you're banged up and you know you can't go and it's really between, you know, getting shot up toward door shots and all this to go back up there and risk more injury or get ahead and sitting this week out. Right. Sit the week out and get your million. That's the way I look at it. That's how you play the game chess, not checkers. Don't just go out there and feel like, yo, I got to go out there and play.
1: So so basically, a, 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 a good, another way of cleaning that up and just saying it like this is, like, not even cleaning it up, but just the reality. You're not going to get what you deserve in life. And I tell people this all the time. Well, I didn't deserve this. He didn't do me like this. She should not have done me like this. No. Nobody in life, you never get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Facts. Period. And so, moving forward, you just make sure your negotiations game stay up to par and tell a friend to tell a friend. Thousand percent. Now that's going behind the mask.
0: We appreciate y'all joining us on another edition of the Behind the Mask Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share. Follow us on social media as well, at the BTN Podcast. And you can also listen anywhere you get your podcast content. And remember,
1: on the Behind the Mask podcast, there's only one rule, my good people. There are no rules. You know what that means. Let's get it. It's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canaan. Canaan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that makes their lenses clear, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code kanancast 15 at canaan.com to receive 15% off on your first pair. That's kanancast 15
0: on YouTube.